and welcome to my Xbox and Me, episode 395. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer. And yes, I'm overexposed. Find out in the video version what that means. Uh, alongside the one and only... Two Fresh motherfucking Crash! Crash, how are you? I'm, I'm doing good, I'm doing good. You're back! I'm back. You wasn't on last week. Uh, I wasn't on last week. I got murdered and I'm back alive now. See, you know? he gets it. He it's, gets it. He gets it. He died. It's the process. He died and came back. It's the process back. when you're gone. Yeah. He died and came back. We respect that. We respect that. And we got a full team back once again. The one and only Mr. Matt P. Video. Matt, how are you? I'm really, really well, mate. I've had a good week. I'm in good spirits. I had a nap today when I got home from work. I'm feeling, feeling fresh. You had a nap? I know. I was up really early. Okay. This whole thing. Okay. Wait, wait. Why are you talking like there's something wrong with having a nap fix? No, there's no, 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 no. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't dissing. Explain yourself. No, no, no. I weren't like you know. I didn't mean it in a disrespectful term. I just and can I be honest with you? Yeah. I had a nap today as well. <laughs> so why are we throwing shit at Matt then, huh? I'm not. I'm Let's not. The I, don't mean, I don't mean it disrespectfully. I just meant, you know, it just surprised you. I get yeah, it. Caught you know, you off guard. You know, look, guys. I've got to be honest with you. I've got a lot of energy in me right now because I've just mm. booked. I'm going to Vegas, baby. I'm going to Vegas, and I can't believe it. My best friend on the internet, Crash, is coming to see me. I can't fucking believe it. I don't think that's the conversation we just had before we started the podcast. Definitely not. <laughs> what do you mean? It's definitely. Fresh said, you're coming to America. Yeah. I, I want to see you. Yeah. Come see me. Yeah, New York. Oh. Yeah, you booked the wrong place. Fix, <laughs> you fucked up. Would you believe yeah. that I almost booked a trip to New York the other day? Did you really? So. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, nah, Fix almost books a trip to New York every <laughs> every couple of months. No, no, the difference is now. Nah, <laughs> okay. I had the money to afford to do the trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't anymore though, because now Vegas. I just spent it all on I spent it all yeah, on yeah, Vegas. Yeah, yeah well, oh Emily, I want to confirm. I will be in I will be at TwitchCon this year. Um well, I say that. I haven't got my TwitchCon tickets yet. I will be in the vicinity of where TwitchCon takes place this year. Which sure. is pretty much being at TwitchCon anyway. Um yeah. so if you want to come meet me, I'll be in Vegas and I should be in uh, uh Paris as well. So come and say hello. Uh, come and say uh, well Americans is just hello, and then I just say hello in French. Bonjour. Bonjour. J just bonjour. to be clear, because there is a Paris in Vegas. No, no, Hotel. separate places. Se se separate places. Yes, separate, you're going to TwitchCon in Paris, in and France, Twitch and TwitchCon in Vegas. Vegas and yes. It, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Anyway, if you didn't know, this is my Xbox and me, our weekly Xbox podcast. Sometimes we talk about our lives, you know. That's the and me part of this podcast. Uh, sure. You can get the show early over on patreon.com slash mcfixer. Support us on all podcast services. We need your reviews. We need thumbs ups. We need shiny stars. We need it all. Um... You know, you know, make sure you do that. Shout out to our uh, Patreon producer, Erin God. Uh, and topic of the show this week, everyone. Topic of the show. We got a jam-packed news of U Ubisoft. Ubisoft been doing a lot of talking. They sh they saved this week's podcast. They saved it because we got nothing after this. It's over for us. Uh, full transparency before I read this out. 
I currently work for Ubisoft as a freelancer, as a streamer. I stream on their channel once a week. Yada, yada, yada. Take everything I say with a pinch of salt. Um, Ubisoft confirms it will be uh, it will be at E3 uh, if E3 happens. <laughs> they will be there. Uh, this was said by Yves Gilmont, responding to an investor's uh, asking if the company planned to attend the event in person this year to show its games. Quote, if E3 happens, we will be there. We will have a lot. We will have lots of things to show, said Gelmont. Um, guys, the question I want to ask you guys is: We imagine E3 is going to happen. I don't know. E3 is going to happen. I don't know. <laughs> E3 is going to happen. If he's saying, if E3 happens, we will be there. I don't know if E3 is happening. No, don't say, like that. don't say it like that. Why are you saying it saying. like that? The thing is, even if E3, quote unquote, doesn't happen, Xbox will still do their show. I'm, you know, like Devolver will still do a show and I'm sure Ubisoft will maybe do their own show. I don't know. That's not E3. Let's not act like a bunch of shows happening at once is E3. It's not E3. Summer I mean, game, fuck up. I mean, it... It's a version of E3 Crash. Why are you bringing us that? Summer Games Fest E3? No, no. It was, okay. it was, but it was, but it wasn't. No, it was not. It was not E3. Let's not do that conversation. Because <laughs> when it happened, after it happened, it was like, this is not E3. This is not like Jeff yeah, Keeley was talking all not, this no, and it wasn't you, you, E3. Yeah. I'm... We're not going to do that. <sighs> Sometimes I hate the reason like you keep us so accountable. Uh, it's so annoying. It's annoying. Yeah, you you wind us back in, Crash, and, and sometimes we need that, and sometimes we want to get excited for fictional E3s, okay? Mm, okay, my bad. You guys go off. I'm not going to talk for the rest of the segment. No, no, so, no, no, no. Ubisoft no. are going to shadow drop Assassin's so, no, Creed Mirage on, E3. No, so on a, on a real level, yeah, if they say they've got a lot to show, what do we think they are going to bring with them? That, do you think we're going to see something new from them, or is this... Same old Ubisoft in terms of like we're gonna see Assassin's Creed, we're gonna see the Splinter Cell remake because we haven't got a date for that. If I'm not mistaken, maybe I'm wrong. Could definitely be wrong about that. Um, what do we, what do we expect? I, I think we see more of stuff that's been announced. I think we see okay. more Splinter Cell. I think we see mm. more Assassin's Creed. Um, I think we see more uh, X Defiance or whatever that game is. What I, like. Whatever free-to-play game that they're still working on, because I don't know which ones they've canceled and which ones they're still working on, um, I'm sure we'll see that. I think maybe the only new thing we might see is a new Far Cry. I think that's the only thing that could pop up that I, I don't think would be too out of the realm of possibilities, because Far Cry is very... Uh, I'm going to downplay game development right here, but it's very plug-and-play the way they make it. Yes. It's very, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. every time. Yeah. It's downplaying it drastically, and it's a lot more complicated than that. Yeah, but, of course. But also, like, typically, they kind of run with Far Cry is to have kind of like an offshoot game at this point, right? Like uh, yeah. uh, Blood Dragon, and then there was the Primeval one. I can't remember what that was called. Um, and so we're due something like that. Wasn't it? Oh, was it called Primal? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Primal. Um, we're kind of due something like that. And so, yeah, I could, I could definitely see that happening. Um, and I'd be really excited to see that because... You know, like you say, Far Cry games, the, the gameplay is always super solid. And, and we all really enjoyed Far Cry 6. And so, yeah, give me something a bit crazier in that world. I don't know what they would do. They've kind of done this weird neon futuristic thing. They've done, you know, dinosaurs, well, not dinosaurs, but like woolly mammoths, primal. What's next? 
Mm, what yeah. The fuck? yeah. Oh. Maybe they revisit something that they have one of the like the approaches they've done before, and they're like, let's do this again, but a new version. Well, which I, I think people would be hyped for that. Yeah, I think if it was a Blood Dragon two, people would be excited for that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird being in the Ubisoft community like this now, you know? Because like, I I see it from obviously my point of view where I'm working there. Like now, I see if I if I stream Assassin's Creed, right? Numbers are through the roof. Like, I've always understood that Assassin's Creed is huge. Always understood yeah. that. But like, while I'm actually inside of it, and it's like I play Rainbow, and like you see the hardcore Rainbow community, and then you play Assassin's Creed, and like you see the hardcore Assassin's Creed community. It's like. Wow, like I see what like why Ubisoft is is held in such in terms of its games and its IP. I'm not talking about other things, but held in such high regard. Like they have mm. some of the most desirable IPs, and oh, yeah, the, for the sure. audience that are there for them are rabid. They're next level. Like I'm, I've only said, had a taste of that in a small sense, but it, it's nuts. It really is crazy. I'd like to see them do. Some new IPs, personally. I would like to see the new... What is the new... We, we always... We, we do we all say the Ubisoft formula, and we all know what that means. When are we going to get the new Ubisoft formula? When are they going mm. to adapt on that? In And I don't think what I, they have so far is bad, because I think they, they've changed gaming for, for good. You, you could never say, that, especially synchronization points and things like that, but when are we going to see the evolution of that? I think Hogwarts Legacy is quite a good... Um, quite a good evolution of 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 that uh, premise now i don't need to stand on top of a mountain and do the 360 panoramic go around and like can we see something different and i'd like to see mm. them do that with a new ip where they take game into another level um with a new mechanic or something like that i think that would be really cool I would actually like, really love to see them scale it back for a game. Like, I'm very interested in their Splinter Cell game to see, like, what they do with that. Um, I'd love for them to also, like, revisit a uh, Prince of Persia and see what they would do with a scaled back Prince of Persia or, like, more in line with what Prince of Persia was in today's Ubisoft, right? Because they're incredibly talented. We see them make these games. Yeah. But a lot of that effort goes into making these big open world games. What happens when you give that, those teams that same amount of time and effort into something that's more concise and more well-packaged? That's what I'd really love to see out of Ubisoft. But I do think, like, the big sellers are the big open worlds with the synchronization points and all these collectibles you can do and all that stuff. So I don't think those will go anywhere. But I really would love to see them go more to, like, that old-school style of games a bit more. The only problem I think I could see happening with something smaller scale is it just won't sell. I think it would it would um, it would ultimately become it would be a great IP. It would review well. I feel like I just don't think it would sell well. Is the thing. Also, aren't we just hoping that like Mirage kind of is that like a step back to old yeah. school Assassin's Creed? And so I don't know really if that means the map is going to be significantly smaller than Valhalla, but I hope it is. The map, I mean, if they're going, like, old school Assassin's Creed games were always, like, technically open world games since, like, for sure. Assassin's Creed. I think that's more so what it'll go to, I do think. Uh, I don't think it'll be as big as Valhalla. I hope it's not as big as Valhalla. Because, like, it makes sense in Valhalla for it to be as big as it is, because it is 
a lot of open areas, a lot of uh, hills and all that stuff. Exactly, England. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I want that sort of feeling of... Um, it, like, it seems so silly to say because it's an open-world game and it will be big, but like claustrophobia of like the streets and it being compact yeah. and, and me kind of learning that city um, in a way that I feel like we haven't been able to do since before Assassin's Creed 3, basically. Um because then it got very open and you were running through fields a lot and it was a very yeah. vibe, right? I mean, so. I think Unity took that back, didn't it? I would argue it did. Ah, you're right. I, You know what? I never played Unity. And like every now and again on YouTube, I'll just like get served a video that's like made last yeah. month of somebody it, going, Unity was fucking great. And it, <laughs> this is why. <laughs> Unity had some big issues, but Unity actually did like the parkour in Unity. I, I've talked about it before. I think it is yeah. the best parkour in Assassin's Creed. Like, I don't think it has any competition in that regard. Um, I would argue that uh, Syndicate as well does exactly what you're talking about. Um, I just think those those games. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't like Syndicate. I didn't like Syndicate. I, I wasn't um, a huge fan of it either. Um, but I don't know if you make a new IP and you do the open world Ubisoft formula. I don't know if that necessarily works either. Because with I, Far I Cry, think... it works because it's Far Cry. Assassin's Creed works because it's Assassin's Creed. How does a no name IP that people aren't really attached to work necessarily? Yeah. Ghost Recon works the way Ghost Recon works. Yeah. yeah. Also, because I, know, I, well, I have to interject here for two seconds. I know I forced you to buy Ghost Recon. You didn't I like it, and, you held, and I know you've held a grudge for it for years. <laughs> you nothing. think I'm stupid? Why do you think I'm not going to Vegas? Why do you think I'm not going to Vegas, Vexa? Huh? <laughs> because I made you break, buy my a money. Break my point. money for Vegas is tied up in Ghost Recon right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're waiting for that investment to come back, bro. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, there. no, you're all good. <laughs> I, I was going to say the reason I don't think maybe we see a new IP or certainly a big new IP um, is because we've had a bunch. We've heard of a bunch of a bunch of cancellations, right, and delays and all this stuff. And so I just, yeah, I can't imagine what they would have doubled down on after that that's a new IP. In in the same breath, they have just launched uh, a new IP. Oddball has got launched, remember? I do not. I'll be 100% honest with you, I don't even know what this game is. Exactly. I think you just made it up. No, 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 I didn't. Oh, is the one when you go around the rink, or is that a different game? Some dodgeball-type game that just came out. Okay. It literally cool, cool, came cool, and cool, went. Cool. It came and went. It came and went. <laughs> God. <laughs> I, yeah. I would love to see like a new uh, like much smaller scale which is kind of what we're talking about it's much small, smaller scale like a child of light type uh game bro, where like, the hell is child of light like 2 bro where well, is it maybe maybe we do get child of light 2 i don't know i i, I know that like i know but nobody talks about that game anymore like i know it, it's beloved and it's a great game i've played it but like i don't think Child of Light 2 would get like a hype pop from us watching and reacting to the stream, right? And so, not us, but for me. Well, Chris, you don't even know the word hype, it doesn't enter your vocabulary. You clearly don't remember me reacting to uh, Assassin's Creed. Oh, that's Hello. true. No, I do. I remember that. I do remember that. You're right. Yo, Fix! Yo! I was like, you okay, bro? Like, chill out. Who is this chill person? Out. What the? What happened? Chill out. Um, on the note of like uh, where Ubisoft are at, that we did get a quote here about some cancellations. Um, so the quote is from Use Game on during the same investors call, and it starts like this: "We cancelled a few games because we need to make space for other games that are in development in the company, and that's really helping all the other games that are progressing well. 
Now we feel we have the right number of games, knowing that we'll launch uh, a knowing sorry knowing that we will launch a lot of games in the physical year 2024. That will give also give space for other games that are on the way in the company. Um, it get, then goes on but, to go on a bit more information. Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to jump in to say uh, you said physical year, but he said financial year, financial which is, year is what slightly I different to what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just to clarify, because no, uh, that would mean sort of end of this year into next year. I look at the I look at the portfolio for this year, right? And we go Assassin's Creed Mirage, Avatar. More content coming oh, for Division. Oh, shit. I keep forgetting about Avatar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They have um, a Star Wars game as well, don't they? That, I don't think that's this year, though. No. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm yeah, just saying. I'm saying this year. I'm saying this year. What, well. This yeah, year, yeah, yeah. from what we know, right? Assassin's Creed Mirage, uh, Avatar, updates to Rainbow Six. You've got the Division Regenerate Resurgence. Resurgence? Resurgence. I think that's what it is, yeah. I think I got that Sounds right. Sounds about right. Um, the crew... The new crew that just got announced, the crew Motorfest, I think it's something along those lines, um, yeah. and Skull and Bones. So, we put an asterisk next, next to Skull and Bones. I'm, I'm Mirage. Skull and Bones, god damn it. Why Mirage? Why are you doing that to me, Matt, right now? Huh? What? Is Why that not an this asterisk year? next to Mirage? Oh, no, I, I, no, I was talking oh, about the oh, games that are coming this year. I don't... I, I thought we opened up with the Assassin's Oh, did we? Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry I think sorry, we did. Sorry. I thought you were saying, like, <laughs> the asterisk to Mirage as well. well. <laughs> like, what do you fair, know, Matt? What do I not know? <laughs> maybe, maybe. And then, and then. so correct me if I'm wrong, but have they? did they cancel the Sands of Time remake? Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake? It's Is that been, cancel, cancel? Yeah, it's been, it's been pushed, in there. It got pushed indefinitely, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't okay. think it was in a, I don't think it was in a healthy space. Um, I think there's a possibility that that, like, what we saw of that game goes away, yeah, and they like do a full fledged well, like a Resident Evil remake type thing. Yeah, I think there's a possibility uh, that something like that happens because I do think you put this game out like I think you essentially kill Prince of Persia at that point. I agree because you introduce Prince of Persia to a whole bunch of people that haven't played it, and this mm -hmm. is what you give them. Agree. Why would somebody <sighs> then get excited the next time you announce Prince of Persia? Well, I think people I think... who have played it and love it like. They'll be like, okay, but I want something good from this. I think a lot of people, a lot of newer gamers, especially the way gaming's expanded, never played a Prince of Persia. Mm. Do, do you not think, though, it's an easy out in that case to go, this is the Super Faithful remake? And we didn't change anything because Prince of Persia is a great game. And if people support this and are excited for it, then we we then make the modern Prince of Persia. And it's not Sands of Time and it's just a new thing. No, because they called it a remake. I think people's impressions of remakes, especially after Resident Evil and certainly oh, after Dead Space, is totally like it's changed. not the it's not the same thing. If they mm -hmm. called it a remaster, I think they would have gotten away from it. Okay. They, I think if that was their messaging as well from the day it was announced, because I, I don't think they announced exactly what it was. I think it was one of those cases where they announced we're doing a Prince of Persia remake, or it got leaked. I think it was it got leaked and then it got shown. Mm -hmm. What was shown didn't look good. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they can really do with that to like salvage what they have to make it something that's appealing to people. I guess like my thing is like, and and to be fair, Dead Space is probably in the same camp of this. Of like, I it's a modern enough game that I don't know what you would significantly change to modernize it. Oh, so much. Like you're talking about from the the previous, from the original Sands of Time. Oh, sorry. I've missed, yeah. I mean, well, 
No, there's, yeah, I'm I, mean, I, I wasn't. I wasn't a. I, I'm not a Prince of Persia guy. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that I was. Um, but bro, there's so much you could do. Like, like I think Dead Space is the perfect example, which is like that game was yeah. very modern, right? Like, and but now look at it, and it's like, bro, that game. That game's a hundred percent in my top ten list. It might be in my top ten list of like, like I know you said this already, Christian. We spoke about it again. Atmosphere. To change yeah. a game atmosphere and and that game already had a great atmosphere, but to do that now on next gen technology or current gen technology, and and just to see how how different it is, it's night and day. It's so it's so much better, so much better. It's ridiculous. Like yeah, man. It's um. I I think a remake of Prince of Persia I'd be interested in. The remaster I am. I, I can go either way, right? Like, oh, I'd probably still play it, but a remake would be like, all right, this franchise that people seem to care about a lot and people seem to care, let me give it a try, which is exactly what I'm doing with Dead Space, pretty much. So, yeah, there's a lot. Uh, yeah, and, and I think I'm in uh, sort of the... I, yeah, I really love the original, basically, is what I'm saying. And so, for me, I'd be like, ah, you don't need to change anything. Just give it to me and make it look prettier because I love that game. Um, but also I haven't played it since I had it, you know, way back in the day. And so I'm sure if I went back there now, I'd be like, well, this feels really fucking dated. And why is circle jump or whatever I'm sure it is on PlayStation two. Some, some bullshit like that. Oh, some bullshit like that. Some bullshit like that. Uh, just to add on here, Rebecca Valentine's article at the end here says <clears throat> Ubisoft, um, reported a net booking of 726.9 million uh, down 2.6% year over year and is projecting its full net uh, booking to be down 10% year over year when it's re uh, it reports them for the following end of the quarter so not looking as hot as uh, obviously it was last year but i wouldn't say they've had too much come out to help other yeah. than other than valhalla other than Valhalla um, and its DLC, like obviously you've got the continuation games like For Honor and things like that, but um, they haven't had anything new, new. To Mario play. Rabbids, but that was exclusive, so that's so, always going to be limited. Th and that's a, th th yeah, well, I, Rabbids is such a, a strange one. It didn't hit the same way that I thought it was gonna. Like, it's, and I think it's a much better game than the first game, but yeah. it just it didn't have that boom the way the first game did. It, I think it's the Switch. I think I, people I was, are like tired of the Switch right now. Oh, totally dude, agree. I, I, dude, my, I literally I, got a bag. I got a bag that I got out the other day. Both my docks were in the bag. And I was like, huh, do I need these? No, no. I don't. Yeah. Why do I need this? this is, why, I don't care. I don't it's, care about this system. It's such a shame as well for the new Breath of the Wild Zelda, like Tears I, of Kingdom, whatever. It's like, I don't know if people are going to. I mean, they yeah, will. Zelda it's will. that. Zelda. I, I think Zelda's Zelda. different. Zelda's different, yeah. But, but also, I do think a big part of that conversation will be, fuck, this hardware is shit now. Like, like that'll yeah. be the conversation that people are having when they're playing that game. Nintendo just refuse... I know this isn't a Nintendo podcast, but well, Nintendo just refuse to move with the times. Like, why have we still not got an achievement system? That is the easiest thing to add to get me to want to give a crap about these games. The last time Nintendo tried being with the time, they released the GameCube, and it I did horrible. And then when uh, they did... Actually, it was the Wii U. And before the Wii U, it was the GameCube. The and Wii both U. times, they try and be with the times to any degree, in any sort of way, they end up with 
shitty results. Yeah, but every GameCube's time. a fucking top ten console of all time. Absolutely, retroactively. Dreamcast retroactively, great console. Where's Sega top making consoles? Console. Oh, they're nowhere. <laughs> they're off. They're done. <laughs> they finished. <laughs> they're gone. <laughs> I love it when Crash gets spicy. I love it. Was it. The, uh, Where are it was they? the look oh, off camera no as well. <laughs> Crash, you know you're talking to us, right? Like, you have to look behind you, that was, for the, that was for the viewers I, watching the podcast. They appreciate it. They, if I yeah. remember to upload this week, they'll, they'll appreciate it. They'll appreciate it. <laughs> um, let's move on. Uh, uh, very quickly, wait, sorry, sorry, one sorry, last please. thing. Yeah, yeah, please, please, please. One last thing. Please. Give me some odds fix. Give me a pizza bet. South Park game. This summer. E3. Question. Comes out uh, or gets announced? No, no. Gets announced. Gets announced. Okay. Come on. They need, they need, <laughs> they need Sorry, five years to Sorry, can you tell me again? I'm, so I'm currently texting P-Money, hence why I might be a little bit distracted. And P-Money, I just texted him saying, I'll get Hayden to send you the dates. We're talking about Vegas, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm podcasting at the moment. So there's somebody clip this out and tag at King P-Money, yeah? Which is... He literally texted me and said, tell the podcast I said hi. Hi, P-Money. P-Money says hello. Hello, P-Money. Hey. Hello. <laughs> hey. hey. Uh, repeat I was repeat the text. odds, please. Yeah, what are the odds that we get a new South Park game announced at E3? Oh, don't, bro. I would fucking love that. I know. Um, well, one of us always predicts it. <laughs> like, I feel like we've always got an opportunity. No, list. I don't think so. Me neither, but... I don't think so. I I would don't get me wrong. I'd love it, and I I love those games. Um, bro, I, I need to help you be and just be like, yo, can you let me play that park? <laughs> like, why? Like, please. <laughs> not exactly very family friendly, is it, for a stream like that? But yeah, but uh, I mean, not. But I mean, bro, when you listen, or... I was gonna say when you listen to some of these games, like even Assassin's Creed. I was playing that the other day, and it was like some of the stuff that gets said. You're like. Huh, I'm not allowed to swear, but they're swearing all over the place in this. Like, <laughs> um, no, I, I can't give you a piece of it on that one. I'm sorry. I, I respect it. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I, I would, I can't. Yeah, no, no. Well, the, in you know, the positive end of that is that it would be a pizza bet that both of us would be happy to lose. I'm I, sure. True, true. Do I owe you? I owe you a pizza, right? I don't think so. I think we're even. I think I think I lost one and you lost one. Oh. oh, for the Harry Potter thing, right? For Harry Potter, yeah, yeah exactly, actually. Wait. Oh, we haven't Fantasy spoken about that. We haven't. We yeah. haven't spoken about that. Great bloody point, Crash. Thank you. Let's check Metacritic, people. Let's <laughs> check Metacritic. Now, of course, J.K. Rowling, fuck you, and uh, thank you for yeah, absolutely. this game. Um, <clears throat> Hog Waltz Legacy. Matt made a mother trucking bet with me. That Hogwarts Legacy. Well, let Crash pull up the actual bet. No, Crash is I, not because we can never get involved. He... Oh, the bet. Yeah, it was sure. it was uh, seventy or below. I you thought are. it would be seventy or below on Metacritic. Yeah, yeah. it is... currently sits at on Metacritic for Xbox Series X at a ninety. I think going forward, we also have to clarify which Metacritic we're going off of, because I think going off of the Xbox Series X one isn't the best. Okay, well, 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 what would you, would you, what like would you say we should go off? I'd probably PlayStation because it gets the most reviews. I think the one with the largest pool of reviews would be the one we should go for. I think that's a very also, fair assessment. 
I think we should go PC because it's not a great performance on PC, and that might help me get closer to seventy. No, you, you it still perform, lose. It performs great. absolutely fine. On we PC. got an eighty-four on PC. You still what did you get on PlayStation? <laughs> Love that for me. Uh, eighty-four. You're right. I think that's. I think. Uh, do you know what, Crush? I think that's a very fair assessment. Yeah, because it has well, seventy-nine Metacritic's on uh, PlayStation and only had sixteen on Xbox. There you go. Okay, so. so we okay. So why don't we just go off of what everyone has more? Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that works. Cool, that works. We'll cool. do that from now on. But like, like I just said about South Park, this is a pizza bet that I am happy to lose because the ultimate sort of end point of that is that it's a good game, and so I'm happy to lose a pizza to a game being good. Uh, but but that puts us even, I think, fix. Uh, Final Fantasy obviously didn't come to Xbox last year, and surprise, surprise, yeah. and I mean, Grass is good. Grass is good. That was never the bet. Just uh, Final Fantasy Seven. The Grass is good. Only one bet got going now: Skull and Bones. Okay, oh, what's, shit, the, what's, what's the, the bet on, what's the bet on that? Wait, bet what that it would be a third-person action adventure. Oh one. yeah, I'm I'm definitely losing that. <laughs> that's that's a I mean, big old loss. <laughs> All I there's need an is argument that can be made for it. All I need you, is someone what? to wave a sword, man. That's all I need. All there I might need. be no emote where a sword gets away. Do you know what I need? All I need is the Game Awards to put it in the action adventure category. And Honestly, will... if it does, there's literally no argument either of us can make to <laughs> counter that. Well, action adventure <laughs> category, you know. Actually, no. Bond that. Jeff Keighley put, put Sifu in the fighting game category. That's true. I'm I not mean, endorsing no categories <laughs> the Video Game Awards put into anything. That is a really good point. Also, um, I've totally lost my train of thought. Love that for the podcast, Matt, where we do talking of words. We fucking what? love that for you, man. We love what that for you. What happened to my brain? Let's get into what's been in our box, and you All can right. remember it in a second. Chris, what have you been playing, dude? Uh, I've been playing... Nothing new. I've been playing more Dead Space. Oh, okay. uh, How far in are you? Destiny, end of scene. Um, I haven't gotten too much farther because I haven't had the opportunity to play too much. I still mm -hmm. think I'm in the first chapter. I'm at the beginning of the second first chapter. First chapter? Yeah, I'm not deep in that game. I haven't had too much time to play it. Mm. You know? So, you said Destiny as well. Sorry, go on. Destiny, end of season content, uh, which was the best seasonal content they've had so far like there's a cutscene for it it's really really good it's really cool uh got me even more hyped for lightfall when that drops uh in like two weeks so very looking forward to that there's a, a person in roleplay who i roleplay with and uh she always talks to me she's like i'm go oh, i'm going to space i'll talk to you in a bit and she's talking about going to play that's uh to play destiny mm. and um she keeps talking about lightfall to me and i keep trying to say to her you're a fucking nerd. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and she just keeps talking to me about it. And it's fucking hilarious. And she's like, come on, come on, come play with me. Come on, come play with me. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not going back. You should. No. You should. No. Come on. Think about it. The boy, boy's no, night. No. Do a dungeon. Fantastic. Nope. No. No. No, it'll, it'll take us two hours to get through the amount of people who want to chat to us in the tower. True. That's very true. It wouldn't. So you just would ignore it. the people. No, no, well, you don't have to talk to anybody. Sure. But then we're not progressing. Then what's the point? I mean, you progress whether you talk. To, the, the funny thing is you can progress whether you talk to them or not talk to them. It's completely <laughs> irrelevant. Brilliant. <laughs> so. um, Matt, what have you been playing? 
Uh, I've been playing lots of Hogwarts. So last week when we chatted, I was like an hour in. Yep. Now I think I am 20-something hours in. Crazy. Probably. Probably. Uh, yeah, playing it, like I said, side by side with Emma. She's falling behind me a little bit. Um, yeah. It's fucking good, isn't it? It's just a really fucking good game. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. There's nothing more to really be said. It um, is. One thing I will say is I'm, I'm playing on PC um i should never play this game on mouse and keyboard that broom is a nightmare to play on mouse and keyboard with a nightmare why are you doing that to be honest I'm, I'm surprised you play third person action adventure games on mouse and keyboard yeah so, that seems like one so, of the okay. worst ideas so my logic was as and has always been my aim in video games for shooting is very bad and it's usually because i can't remember where the keys are so okay. I try and play all my games mass and keyboard just so I get more familiar with it consistently, right? Honestly, it doesn't make a fucking difference. I'm still looking down to see where the letter C is regularly. Regularly. Mm. It's, it's bad. Honestly, I started the game with mass and keyboard and it's that thing where, you know when you start and the game teaches you all the mechanics on one yeah, control Yeah, you wouldn't know how to switch. And then you switch and you're like, I don't know how to do anything and this feels really awful. Ah, uh, yeah, no. And I tell you what, Harry Potter, a lot of buttons, a lot of button combinations, a lot of things to mm -hmm. remember. Lots and so, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, wild that you're playing on mouse and keyboard. You're playing it wrong. Categorically, shame on you. That's fair. Also, you don't aim in Harry Potter. So. He just wanted to like keep his mind. I, I get that. To like not it's just more the controller. muscle of, of being at a mouse and keyboard. Okay. Well, I play with a controller now and I'm, it feels awful. Third person action games though. Everything. That's because you that's because all you do is play them on key because mouse and keyboard. All I do is GTA. play GTA roleplay, bro. I don't yeah. do anything. Do you know what the crazy thing is? My aim is so bad because all I do is stand around and talk for eight hours a day. <laughs> I, don't, I don't shoot anybody, I don't do anything. Like Yeah, it's um I'm I think I need to just if it isn't a shooter, doesn't matter if it's third person, first person, if it isn't a shooter game. I don't touch a mouse and keyboard. Like, it, it, like simple as. Or I do yeah. touch a mouse and keyboard. Whatever, you know what I mean. All right? I played some Rainbow Six. Uh, How did that with go for you? Ubisoft or? Yeah, with the Ubisoft community. Um, dude, that game is punishing. Just smoked. That game is punishing. Nah. It's, it's always been a punishing game. But now it is just the hardcore of hardcore players still playing. And oh mate, it's it's a challenge. It's a challenge. You know, I got three kills with Cav one time, Crash, and I was so. And you're probably popping I off. I was jumping <laughs> so around excited. the room like crazy. Um, yeah, dude. It's um. Oh, this is the no. I played this part of the preview. Sorry, Hades playing Hogwarts Legacy, and I'm like, oh, I know this part. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I played that. Absolutely loving it. I think it's. It's one of those games, every time I see it still going and the new operators and how, how that game just runs, I'm just like, damn, this game was almost dead. Like, dead, dead. Like, gone. But it still lives. It still lives. That's yeah. off to Yubi. I, I, I do think at some point we'll need a new, a new Rainbow Six game. I agree. It shakes up the formula a bit more. Um, I think they can keep a lot of the stuff they had there, like... If they're trying to do this sort of PvP type of game, the way that, that this one is, um. they 
they need I, I get I get why they're hesitant to do it though, but they do need um I feel like to get you back or me back or on a f- consistent basis, they need that new game. Yeah. You know, like Extraction was. Like ultimately, because if yeah. that was just an update on on this rainbow, we wouldn't have played I it. Jump but in. because it was a whole game, we were like, Oh yeah, we'll play this, we'll check this out, and we enjoyed it and beat it and it was a fun time. Um but yeah, I've been playing that. What else have I been playing? I played obviously more Hogwarts Legacy, slowly but surely, and more Dead Space. But we only did the podcast the other day, so you don't need to hear about any of that. To be honest with you, I got one more game that mm. I played. Um, so it's a demo, so it's not out yet, but it is coming to Xbox when it does come out. It's free demo on Steam. It's called Void Train. Void Train. Um, it's it's neat. It's pretty cool. The demo doesn't get too deep. It's a survival crafting game, a la minecraft or whatever else um but you are kind of stuck and tethered to your train that is making its way through the void you know what it is very similar to crash raft a lot raft i'm in this game i want to play this game really is it actually like raft (laughs) well i never played raft so i don't know but if it's a survival game where they put you on one thing it fixes one of the biggest issues with survival games where when you're playing with a whole bunch of people, everybody runs off and does their own thing. When you're forced into one situation, like in Wrath, you are all on a boat. So you guys can go onto an island and you guys can separate. But you guys have to be like, okay, we're all getting back and we're all leaving together. And it adds some sort of unity that a lot of games are missing. And if yeah. this game is anything like that, 100%, I'm in. I'm sold. Yeah, and so the, they're the vibes I was getting for sure. Like I say, the demo doesn't get you very deep in. I also don't know if it's multiplayer or if it plans on being multiplayer. Doesn't Not multiplayer, give me I'm out. Okay, we'll well... Maybe look into it then. But uh, but yeah, it, look, the demo's cool. Uh, what I would say is it's very pretty and like the animations are really cool. Uh, they've clearly put a lot of like the way he gets out his book and like goes through the book of objectives and stuff. It's just like a really well put together demo and sort of vertical slice. And so it's a game that I will be keeping my eye on going forward. So I'd like to bring up at this moment in time, uh, we are two months in, 16 days into the second month. And um, mm. a lot of games have dropped now. Mm-hmm. Crash, how many games you beat this year? How many games have I beat this year? Don't worry about it. Matt, how many games you beat this year? Uh, I don't think any. Fix, how many games have you beat this year? Don't ask questions. Though. I'm the one hosting. <laughs> yeah, I okay. Host, you should have brought up this question. Bro, I've got, I'm juggling. I, so, okay, the reason I brought this up is because I just saw Atomic Hearts out now. I know, well, no, to, uh, a couple days, a few days. Oh, I thought it was that. Th- it was twenty first. Oh, twenty first. My mistake. Okay, it well, might have early access if you pre-order it. Possibly. Mm, well, well, I don't think, so. I don't think very it's close to being out. Wild Hearts has just came out. Oh yeah, I know. That's out that. early access as well. That's not fully out yet. I think. I think that's a twenty first release date as well. Okay. People are playing it. I could be playing <laughs> it right now. Okay, you that's a different. I'm just saying that's a that's a different statement. <laughs> Somebody's gonna listen to this podcast like it's out. They're gonna get on their Xbox. They're just gonna be so disappointed. Uh, and I'm just like, bro, I've got so many games that I love right now that are all every game that I've played this year, good, has been not good, great, great. Every High single game that I've played this High Five Rush, Dead Space, Hogwarts Legacy. All yeah, wow. great games. And I haven't been a single Atomic Heart, I think, is going to be a good game, as well I, as I uh, agree. you said the other game. Wild Hearts. That people are very, very... No, no, no. Uh, 
Wild Heart. It's Wild Heart. I just said Wild Hearts, Christian. Oh, you you say, I thought you said Hogwarts. I thought you, you said Hogwarts. That's my bad. Are you having That's a stroke? That's my bad. That's not me. me I thought you said Hogwarts. If you're dying on the podcast, let us film it and right make now. you take the camera with you so we can Look, monetize it, okay? I'm trying to be off of next week's stream, so I'm dying early, you know? I'm just <laughs> getting out of here quick. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, um, Wild Hearts. Yeah, Wild, Wild Hearts is getting like really good reception as well, so I think February is going to be another good month for this this year in gaming. Dude, it's not going to stop, is it? I'm so... No. I, I, realistically, I'm looking at it already. I'm like, all right, I'm probably not going to get to Wild Hearts. It's not my type of game anyway. Yeah. If there's mm -hmm. one of them of what's been... What I've seen so far, that's the one that I'll go... I'll take a hit on at this moment in time. But I have to beat High Fire Rush. I need to just set out a day where... How long? Yeah, I know it's not long. I, that's the point. I'm like, I need I, to beat this. I have like one sitting left in it. I play that uh, on to beat the game. I'm not really as well. I'm not saying anything. I'm not responding to that. <laughs> as far as I'm aware, you didn't say nothing. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just, I'm very happy with how the year has started when it comes to games. Yeah. I, yeah, it's a good place to be. I think May slows down a little Perfect. bit. Perfect. But <laughs> not much. Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. I think it's slower compared to like um, January, February, and March. March has uh, um, Lo Long Dynasty. Yep. Um, is there anything else in March? Maybe March is a little bit of a slowdown. Uh, Crime Boss? That's soon, right? Oh, yeah, but like I'm not really. For me, <laughs> Crime Boss is still like a big question mark for me. Like, I'm oh, interested huge. in it. Did yeah. The reason that I brought it up in, and specifically for you two is it feels like payday. Like it looks like yeah. payday. And you oh, guys, guys like we're so dumb. <laughs> Resident Evil 4? Ah, uh, yeah. When's that? March. March. <sighs> March is past. <laughs> Bro. Oh, wow. So everything's packed until May. This is like, it's a good year for gaming. People can't complain so far. I don't, great, people, yeah. I don't think at the end of the year, I think if it drops off after Dude. May. No, because then you get into July. Um, yeah. Looking outside of Xbox, you have Final Fantasy 16. Yep. On Xbox, you have Street Fighter. Yep. Well, that's um, I feel like there's more July games as well. Uh, um, July confirmed. Um, you got Pikmin. Um, maybe, they ain't got a lot. They ain't got a lot. They might be July. June. But Forza, it might be June. I think it's June. I think we got a lot of stuff that's going to get announced, right? It's June's the big month. You've got Street Fighter yeah. 6. You've got Diablo. You've got Final Fantasy. And then the rumor is Starfield for June as well from, I think it was Jeff Grubb that did the rumor. Oh, okay. Okay. Reliable we'll see. Source. Matt's got a hard no. We'll see. Well, uh, no, no, no. My hard no was uh, Fix saying June's packed and then saying the three games that I don't care about. If Starfield uh, comes out in that month, then I care all of a sudden. I mean, um, that whether you care about them you know, or not, that I was is... I say, that does, that does, sure, yeah, sure, 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 six sure. Is, they hit three different... Well, they hit... No, yeah, they hit three different niches, right? Yeah, Street Fighter yeah, 6 sure. for the fighting game community, Diablo for for the Diablo fans, let's be honest. Um, yeah. And then uh, Final Fantasy for JRPG fans and Final Fantasy they're, fans. Yeah. They're also probably, unarguably, the biggest game in those niches as well. So it's not like All it's three just, of them, yeah. hey, yeah, it's not just big games in those niches. They are the biggest games. Yeah. It looks like Maze Quiet. Like you say, you got you got Redfall, the second, and then you've got... Zelda, but that doesn't really matter. Oh, Suicide Squad. Is that me? Yeah. This is going to be... Yeah, that's 26th. Um, damn, Oof. this is going to be an interesting year. But 
game of the year comes out in April. So that's all I'm saying. What comes out in April? Road 96 Mile Zero. Fuck yes, it does. Holy shit. Yes, it does. Chris, you liked Sick 96. You you liked Road I loved it. Yeah. You know, excited for more? Oh, I'm. I am super excited. My response was simply to fix saying it's game of the year. Dude, there's a chance it could be game of the year. Is it coming Me? to Xbox? I don't think there's a chance. Coming to Xbox, PlayStation, PS4, Switch, PC. April All day 4th? one. April 4th. Very cool. I would. I, here's what I will say. I would love to be surprised. Um, and that game ended up being game of the year for me. I just don't see it happening with that game. Dead Island 2? What are we thinking of that? Ooh, I'm interested. Would you, would you want to play with me? Want to play together? I'll play with you. We, we I'm call. being serious, though. Okay, so when we say this, though, it means we actually have to be like, Matt, you can't be involved. You don't have enough time. Huh? You can just join us when you're around. You can join us when you're around, okay? But, yeah, right. like, you ain't got enough. I'm talking back in the day times. Mm. I'm talking we wake up, I role play a little okay, bit, and then I switch over at, like, 12 o'clock. What? And then we play for eight hours, nine hours. I'm Here's we the go problem. You say we wake up. Yeah. Waking up for you is very different waking up for me. Well, well I'll, I'll make a... I'll change. I'll change for you. I'll change for you. <laughs> 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 you, you when somebody says they'll change for you, like, you can't, you can't deny that. Like, mm, sure. Really. I'll go through the hoops at All this right. point. <laughs> Let's jump into uh, this week's dashboards real quick and get ourselves out of here. Uh, first up, Stalker 2 devs raise uh, Ultimate Edition price to ensure quality amid Ukraine conflict. Uh, so the stuff you need to know here is the Stalker 2 developers uh, GSC Game World has increased the game at the price uh, for the Ultimate Edition by $40 or the equivalent in the currency of where you are from in order to keep the quality of all the collectible items at the desired level during these uneasy times. The studio is referring to the Russians' uh, ongoing war of aggression uh, in, Ukra uh, in Ukraine sorry, which has resulted in devastation uh, devastation uh, of UK's infrastructure and economy. Uh, GSC has uh, been directly impacted by the invasion. 200 of his employees and their families evacuated uh, to Prague, while 130 are reportedly still in Ukraine. Many fight on the front lines and perform volunteer work. Uh, last of all here, Stalker 2 is expected to launch on Xbox and PC in 2023. The Ultimate Edition is expected to be available for pre-order in North America once GSC announces a concrete release date. Obviously, our thoughts go out to them and everything they're going through, which is, bro. Wild. It's just... Yeah. Dude. <laughs> What is, what is the world we live in sometimes? Like, yeah. Sometimes you've got to really think about, like, we sit here and we cry about video games and, oh, I didn't beat this or oh, I didn't. And then you, like, read something like this and you're like, shit, man. Shit. Yeah. So, nuts. Absolutely nuts. Also, um, I think, like, the way... I, maybe not. Maybe I was reading too much into it. I was going to say the way this is written is almost like a negative. Like, no, oh, they're increasing the price is, of this game. But, no, like... No. well. They're increasing the price of the super duper edition. And so if you're going to support at that level, then that's up to you now whether or not you're going to pay that money. But the price of the actual game is still the same and it's still coming to Game Pass. And so to, it doesn't affect 95% of the people who are going to actually play this game. 
do credit where credit's due to Windows Central because they're a great fucking outlet. We use them all the time for the podcast. They do this section, which is the what you need to know section, which bullet points things yeah. down to very much yeah. like. So I don't think I don't Girl, think it was written. Uh, I think it's like, just no, really it's just to the yeah. point. Yeah, exactly. You're right. You're right. And I think like I read into it. Like yeah, yeah, it's not. I got you. Next up, multiverse, a game that we all enjoyed. Peak player count plummets to below one thousand amid content drought. Uh, per report from Video Game Chronicles, players' activity on PC uh, release of Multiverse has dropped close to 99% from the strong debut. The current activity is uh, a far cry from the game's impressive start in July 2022, which saw players peaking at 153,000 online players during its launch week. Uh, these numbers all come from SteamDB, the online database which tracks Steam games, um, and it is currently at less than a thousand at this time and there hasn't been much news about the game since early january is it just a content situation or has that just been a game that was always going to be a flash in the pan i think it's content situation i think they shot themselves in the foot with this game they had a lot of dlc characters release in a really short amount of time creating an un reasonable expectation for content and then weren't able to upkeep with that on top of that their micro microtransaction systems weren't super great um and as far as my experience with the game as well the online the more people that were playing the game the online experience was worse like over time the online in that game wasn't as stable as it was in the beginning um but i, I think this game could have lasted the the long haul i think there's a possibility that it like comes back but i think that if it does sort of get traction again, I think they need to be more consistent with the release schedule of sometimes just because you have it doesn't mean you should put it out, right? Do you think uh, it can even be saved at this point? Yes. Oh, okay. I think, yeah. I think the foundation of that game is brilliant and people love it and like the com there's a competitive scene for it and people are interested in watching it. Um, and so, yeah, like, I think it could come back. Um, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think they would have to, like, put a lot of investment into the competitive side, to be honest with you, and get people excited on that side. Uh, more so than just, like, fucking yeah. Black Adam or whatever else they're going to put in there. Look, if uh, Rainbow Six can come back and all these games that we talked about, Ubisoft does particularly well with games. They release them, and then over time, they really, like, make them something special. I think... Any game has the capability of doing it. I just think, A, it's having the right people in the right places knowing what they're doing with it. Like, this is our long-term plan. And B, it's willing to put in the money necessary for that. And the question is, is WB willing to keep in, keep on putting money into um, multiverses to see it be successful again? Or are they like, we got the money we needed from this. This could also be the type of game where they're like, hey, we're going to take a loss, but it's really good. Um, advertisement and stuff like that for wb games as well and other um ips and stuff like that you put out um I, I imagine that if it stays at this sort of player range i don't think that it'll be worth it for them uh but i do hope they figure uh figure out what they're doing with that game because it was fun to play yeah uh, no, I, I, was playing it. I feel like as well that i should be like their prime target market right like i played it when it first launched I am into that nerdy shit and like all those characters. But I feel like very quickly, I stopped seeing stuff about that game. Yeah. I like, 
I just didn't hear people talking about it or or like I didn't see ads for it or anything. Like I think I remember seeing a Black Adam ad, right? Once for it. That they were putting him in. And then I I don't know who they've put in Where since. Where are you watching ads? They, my they've ass, put a like. lot. I YouTube or Do you have TikTok YouTube or No. Okay. I think that might be your bubble, Matt. Because I've seen a lot of stuff for the game. Okay. Like, I've seen every character they put out for the game and everything. Okay. I, like for me, the reason I stopped playing is strictly because the online experience got worse. Right. It started getting like frustrating to play online, especially because they have like weird stuff with the way that hitboxes work. When you uh, add that to the online not functioning super well, it's just yeah, yeah, uh, really unfortunate recipe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Next up is, I think this might be the funniest thing I ever saw on Twitter. Honestly, I was cracking up when I saw this. Uh, Dead Island 2, uh, releasing a week early. You asked for it. You got it. Dead Island 2 went gold, and it's coming a week early. I was just like, yo, you guys have got some nerve. You guys have got some nerve to, to like, really? Was anybody, like, clamoring for this a week early? Oh, I mean, it's been delayed enough times. Why not? Try what, and undelay it slightly. What game comes out April 28th that they're avoiding? Ah, that's a good question. There's definitely a game. And something I can't something out early head. May or end um, of April that they're trying to usurp. Um, I don't know what. Maybe Redfall? Maybe they're trying to step an extra week away from Redfall? Um, is it Zelda? It's Zelda. Well, they don't want to release on the same day as Zelda? Maybe. Uh, oh no. Uh, Jedi, uh, Survivors. Oh, Survivor, yeah. Comes out the 28th. Because that got delayed into it, which makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. So they're running ahead of Jedi. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. sense. Are you you guys are excited for this then? Dead Dead Island 2? Excited is a very strong word. Yeah, I was going to say. So. Dead Island 1 was probably the most mismarketed game ever um, because what they sold us wasn't what we ended up getting. But what we ended up getting wasn't actually a terrible game. If you want a, a fun run around with four of your friends smashing zombies in the face and and uh, some wacky weapons, Dead Island's quite a fun game. It, the, the DLC they got for it as well. Like We've had multiple games in this world now. Yeah. Yeah, go I- on, Crash. I think Dead Island is gets underrated in the in the category of it being a Left for Dead, a child of Left for Dead. Yeah, it's a it's one of the most unique like sort of Left for Dead offsprings we've gotten, and it's like given birth to other ones like we saw Dying Light come out, and I think Dying Light was like Dead Island did this, and it went in sort of its own direction. Mm-hmm. But I think Left for Dead was more. I would rate it a lot similar to Left to uh, Left for Dead, just more of an open world type of experience and more. Uh, wacky and out there than what Left 4 Dead was. What I will say about this one is, I do like what I saw from from the characters, which they did have some interesting characters in the Dead Island world, especially the uh, who do your voodoo bitch, the rapper. Yeah, like he was. I really enjoyed his when he would talk and things like that. This one seems like I'm. Um, ultimately, this game needs a level of polish that I don't know if it's going to have, which scares me to be honest with you because of how long it's been in development. It's going to go one of two ways, right? This game's either going to come out 
and the reviews are going to be fantastic for it and they're going to get behind this game and it's going to do amazing or it's going to come out and it's going to be a very much a and we waited seven years for this yeah me i'm looking I, forward to it but i like zombies so you I, can't really I go think wrong unfortunately it'll probably be the latter oh, yes i agree um which yeah. i yeah I, I would really love to like play this game because I think the first game was like really interesting in yeah. the weapons and the way all that worked. And this seems to be building on that. That if you could make a fun experience that is co-op where I'm sitting down with my friends, we're doing a whole bunch of wacky stuff, and it's an enjoyable time. Like I would love that. I think a lot of people would love that. But there is a level of polish that you need, especially for a game that got announced so long ago. I think that's one of the things about delaying games so much and having a game like Dead Island that was really hype before it came out and it came out and people were like, this isn't what I wanted. And now yeah. like your eyes have always been on Dead Island in a way that they aren't necessarily on other games. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I totally agree. It's, um, excited is not the choice of word I would use. Interesting. 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 There you go. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's jump into Fix the Site before we get out of there. Answer a few listener questions. Uh, first up, we got one from Original Cookie Man who says, with a sudden wave of games being decommissioned, is this a sign uh, of failure uh, for the live service model? Or a new, exa new examples about releasing, which improve the formula and take it to new heights? I don't know what you're necessarily referencing here. Uh, I can pull up his tweet. He had uh, a link of games for on his tweet, um, but it was the a whole bunch of like a uh, Rumbleverse and a whole bunch of other games got canceled. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. That's fine. I don't yeah. know the exact list. Um. um I, I, I'm, I'm gonna say something that people might disagree with, but having a game that is multiplayer does not make it a live a games of service a live service model. Um, unless you have plans that like this game will go on indefinitely, I would argue that your game isn't live service. Because if that's the case, if having just content come out for your game, then do we go back and retroactively view Gears of War 3 as a live service game? No. If that ended up failing and stopped getting content. I think what hurts more with a lot of more modern games is the switch from peer-to-peer -peer connections to dedicated servers that when a game's like, hey, we're not making any more content for this game, but we're also not going to keep supporting the servers because that is a money sink uh it's not easy to switch those to peer-to-peer -peer. you can't just flip a switch and all of a sudden it's peer-to-peer -peer, right mm. uh so those games end up going down and they're gone forever and then people look at it and they're like well that game's canceled well so were those other games but it didn't cost anything for developers to be like yeah you can still keep playing the game online we're just not putting out content yeah i mean i don't know i don't think live service is a failure i don't think you could say that just because the sheer amount of money that's made from live service games I would say a lot of live service games fail, but I can't say you could say the whole model of live service games are a failure. No, it, it's like saying mobile games are a failure because some mobile games make a shitload of money. But guess what? There are so many mobile games that don't make any money. And that's kind of the idea, right? It's like some luck, some good design and, and content. Um but there's definitely an element of luck to these things of like launching at the right time and finding that audience that cares about it. Also, this isn't anything like super new. As somebody who grew up playing free-to-play games on my PC and there were a lot of shitty free-to-play games that mm -hmm. borrowed basically that were essentially live service games. 
they they were literally what we would consider live service games today. They yeah. got canceled out of nowhere, lived a year, lived six months, and then the developers were like, this isn't making any money, it's a waste of time. This has always been a, ga- a thing with these sorts of games, and I doubt that'll ever really change. So I don't, I don't think it really dictates anything for live service models, if I'm being honest. Having a list of games, I think it's an unfortunate timing that they're all getting canceled at the same time, and so I understand why people's the conversation is happening around that for people. But also, like, Back for Blood, people are listening to that under life service, and I'm not aware that that game was supposed to go on forever. So that game not getting any more content being made for it doesn't sound like the game's being canceled or anything like that, right? No. At I least agree. in, like, my perspective no, of that game. Interesting. <laughs> Live service games, not failures. That's why I'd say. Some of them are. Yeah. Well, some people are ugly, you know? Some people are not. Is that a dig? Take that with what you will. Fix <laughs> was looking at his um, camera when he said that. Am I invited to your wedding? Sure. Such a liar. That's the um, fakest sure ever. <laughs> did your missus know we exist? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We talk about you all the time. All the time. That's a bit weird, bro. I talk about it all the time. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Uh, Raya has this to say. Uh, they say, since uh, we're looking ahead uh, to the summer showcase, whatever form it ends up taking, what games do you think uh, y'all think Xbox has lined up for the rest of the year? Hellblade 2, Gear 6. Do you think we'll see a more shadow drops from first party studios like Hi-Fi Rush? Um, no, I don't think we'll see any shadow drops, personally. I think that was a one-off. I'd love to see more, but I yeah. don't think so. Um, I also don't think we see Gear 6. <laughs> um, and I would be surprised no. if we don't see more Hellblade 2 with a release date. Yeah. I, I, Do you think Hellblade 2 comes this year, though? No. I think it's a possibility. No. I don't think so. I. Yeah, I, I think it's unlikely to come this year. Yeah. 50-50. I'd say 70-30. But it's I'd not say 80-20. Well, I think you've got to look at what Phil Spencer said about delivering content and things like that in some of these interviews. Clearly, there's soft stuff coming. Like We've got Minecraft, Legends. Um, yeah. We've had High Five Rush. We've got Redfall. We've got Forza, um, even though it didn't get a release date, which still don't know why it didn't get a release date. Um <laughs> Yeah, free. Got a Starfield, of course. Like we've got content. I don't know if they need Hellblade two this year. To be honest, no, I agree. I don't think they need it. No. Um, are they likely to hold on though? I don't. I don't know. Maybe if maybe. it's ready, they've got to ship it. Obviously, but I just don't yeah. know if yeah. they need it this year. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I think if it's not ready, I don't think they'll force it into this year. No. Um, that being said, I do think we haven't seen anything for it, from it for a while, so yeah. I could see them just like having uh, quietly been working at it. This E3, we get like a uh, gameplay reveal, like uh, stuff that's undeniably gameplay, right? That you can't have Matt and Fix go like, oh, I don't think that's gameplay. I think that's just a cutscene. Um, I mean, look, Jeff Keighley said it was gameplay, so it must be gameplay. It's got to. Jeff Keighley is always right. Sifu fighting game. You know that for a fact. <laughs> I mean, technically, it's a game with fighting. It's, it wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be categorized as a fighting game. No, I agree. It would be categorized as an action adventure. I agree. I agree. But I'm just saying. Like, yeah, no, no, I get it. But that's like, 
I get it. You're blurring the line a little bit too much, but I get it. <laughs> Don't blur it anything. Um, okay. Uh, next up, original Cookie Man uh, said... Oh, sorry, there was another question with this one. Uh, another potential more fun uh, question. What effects, if any, do you think AI will have on games? Last week, you talked about uh, using it for Game Pass algorithm, but what about, about in actual games? Do you think AI will change the way games are made and played? Yes. 100%. I think eventually AI will change the way games are made. One thousand percent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, like to come back to Hogwarts Legacy for a second. Holy shit! Did they not record enough VO lines for Out and About? Agreed. Like, oh, every road leads back to Hogsmeade. Shut the. F I don't need to hear it every time I go to the shop. Like it's wild. And so, like you could even. I mean, there would be again. This AI thing is going so quickly. It's going to be so interesting to see what happens here. But it's not unreasonable to be able to take that vo line from that character and change it using ai to yep. like feed in all the vo they've done and gone fuck you know what we need more vo lines from this guy let's not get him back into the studio let's just feed it into this algorithm and make him say something else so going crash no you wouldn't be able to do that especially if you have somebody cast as the voice of a character unless you're willing to pay the person for the voice lines but this is what I mean. I think I think conversations like that will start to happen, and there will be a contract, which is a full buyout, which means we're allowed to plug your voice now into this AI and generate new VO lines mm -hmm. from it. That that will definitely I happen. See, I there could be there could be massive pushback from the industry, and people yeah. could not agree to those contracts. And da 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 da. But um, it seems like a no brainer to me for for this game to get released and go. Oh, people are spending forty I, hours in this game and they're hearing this one VO line twenty five times. Let's come up with some new ones. I also, I also wonder how great it'll sound when you put um, AI voice lines next to actually Dude, recorded voice. Have you lines. touched any of this AI stuff? I've seen some of it. I I've done it in videos. So mm. I've said something wrong in a video. I'm not going to go back into the studio to record it, it, and so I've AI'd it. Yeah, it's so <laughs> good, bro. So have really you, I saw, bro, we're getting to a dangerous place. Like, it's just scary. I saw a, a, a VO thing of a guy singing as Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. And it's perfect. And I was like, bro, what the hell? Man's Kendrick like Lamar. Stuff. Do you know what? I, I do. I fucking love it. <laughs> Anything that makes my life easier, I'm all about it, personally. I don't... It, Making people's lives easier, I think, is fine. I think the problem is it's such a corruptible tool oh, to misuse, and that's more so what I dislike. Because I yeah. think I think there's a lot of great stuff that comes from AI, but then I also think that uh, the amount of jobs that'll put people out of the misuse of AI, um, I think is going to be really, really way out there, uh, which is very unfortunate because I do think it's a very interesting piece of tech um, that certainly big companies at at the minimum, it'll be more than big companies, but big companies at the minimum will um, abuse in very unfortunate ways to its employees in a lot of ways. Cutting out writers and whatever else they are like, side quests, we don't need to get writers for side quests. Plug in the scenarios you want in the AI and it'll create the whole quest, all the dialogue you need for you and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing, there's nothing more to say than, yeah, you're 100% right. You need one... You, I, 
you need one human, right? And the AI bot instead of 50 writers or 20 writers or 10 yeah. writers, like ultimately, and then you have that human then tinker, tinker it into a more humanized language. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, of course it's scary. It is scary, but dude, it's so cool. And I hate, I know, I know, it's so cool. Like playing around with just chat, uh, chat uh, GPT. Yeah. Um, yeah. And literally, I've been, I watched a, I watched a video on it, and it's like, and I've like learned how to use it a little bit better with like asking it questions and asking, does it understand? And then getting it to relay information back to you, and then it learns more off of what you're saying to then give you better results. And I'm like, huh, this is crazy. Nuts. And I think right now that is almost the best way to use it is to like use it as like a sounding board. Yeah. To be like, hey, give me some ideas around this thing. And then what what do you think? What title do you think works better here? Or like da da da. And you kind of use it like a, you would a colleague Mm -hmm. to bounce ideas off of and like refine ideas and stuff. And that's the way that we've been using it and stuff. And yeah, it's, it's super interesting. Um, I, I would really be interested to see AI used in creative ways with procedurally generated games sort of grow on what they what how it procedurally generates stuff off of what the player base does with those games i think would be very very interesting um i think the most yeah i think the most difficult thing is for that it would it couldn't be hardware based because ai actually uses a shit ton of hardware yeah if you're not like processing it through online like you need very powerful hardware to at the moment it does just like everything is going to get easier and easier and easier eventually i'm not talking about tomorrow i'm not talking about in a year's time i'm talking about it years from now maybe well everything does everything gets smaller everything a lot of stuff but half the size i I think i think you're accurate in the sense that like hard drives will get bigger and stuff like that and ram and stuff like that but i don't think i don't think uh ape uh why am I blinking out? We were, we're talking. We're literally in the middle of talking about AI. <laughs> AI is the word I'm looking for. I don't think AI will be become less resource intensive. I think it'll remain because you need AI to also be responding in a timely manner. And that's what the resources are for. True. So I do think you can get it better with more resources, but I don't think you can get away with using less resources. More so what I'm saying. And I don't know. We've talked about like hard drive space, like. Consoles aren't going to really be me and you fix. We've talked about it. Me and you don't think they'll ship with more hard drive space. Nah, Matt, true. I think, was on the other side where Matt yeah. was like, surely there'll be bigger hard drives and whatnot. Um, yeah, I, th- so I, I think, think it will. really depends where the console space goes more so. I agree. I, I would love to see this get, and I think we're probably not far away from this being possible, integrated in some small way into a game like uh, uh the Metal Gear Solid boss, Psychomantis, oh, who, yeah. that read mm. your memory card and then spouted shit about the games you've been playing. Something like that could be really interesting. Where, like, even in like like a South Park game or something, right? You could imagine like a character being like, "Oh, I see, you got this achievement in this game, fucking nerd," or whatever. Like something like that, and it's like generating that line on the fly or whatever. Um, could be really interesting. Also, uh, like visual novels, dating sims, like. That could all be run by an AI at this point. Dungeons and Dragons games can be run by. They're this doing AI. it. I saw. I saw. Like, I know you there, there are, it, but they're already yeah. doing it, which was like, yeah. yeah. On, but honestly, that's so cool. <laughs> like, so to me, it's so cool. Like, yeah, it I, 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 yeah, I do get it, Crash. I think you're. I, 
ultimately, I think you're right. Like, it's, it is scary because we are losing that human touch. And where does that, it won't be in our lifetime, but where does that leave people in the future? Like, it, I don't know. Well, people were talking about, um, as far as like, Matt P, I saw you. Let Crash go and then I'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> as far as websites go, like, a lot of people are saying, like, uh, a lot of like chat gpt and whatever else they use websites yes. to sort of get how they write articles yep. that at a certain point they're going to shut down so many websites when it comes to writing new articles that they're going to start writing bad articles because they're only going off of ai yeah yeah we spoke about that literally last week didn't we yeah yeah exactly that yeah it, it so, is scary it, it is this really weird thing of like you can't use too much ai because if you use too much ai you're going to be uh, forcibly removing resources that are used to feed into the AI, which is this really interesting like cycle of things. But for certain things like story writing, there's so many stories out there that like, can you really like ever shut that door? I don't think you can. No. Nah. Because like, yeah. hey, just pull up a list of books and like have the AI learn from a list of books we never had it learned from before, and now it has new stuff to go off of. So, the funny thing is, like, we're in this conversation now, so why not? Uh, no picks were changing the way they do their applications to video based because because of chat you could just get a chat a chat ai well, now to write your entire whitelist character yeah uh, that makes sense you know how many how it, it was a big problem it's still a big problem a bunch of colleges have oh, like yeah. had to like write ai to read whether ai whether the essays they get and the homework they get and all that stuff is written by ai it which and, is and, the craziest thing ever there's uh it may have got better because it's definitely been evolving chat gp but when it first hit if you like basically like asked it to write you an essay right and then copied that essay then shut down the tab went back in in a private browser and said do you think you wrote this it would have about a 50 50 percent hit rate on whether oh. or not it thought it wrote that content <laughs> so um yeah it's probably got a bit better since then and stuff but um what i was gonna say about what you guys have been saying is like more often than not, convenience always wins, yes. right? When when the calculator was first invented, people were like, hey, it's cheating. We can't let our students use a calculator. Fucking absurd, right? We all have a calculator in our pockets now. We'd never go without a calculator. It's the same with Google. When Google first came around, I'm sure there were conversations of like, oh, this is doing away with research and you're not going to need to go to the library anymore and da 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 It's just another tool, just like Google is a tool. Um, and so eventually... Uh it will level out and people will be using this stuff every day. I'm going to disagree with you here, Matt, because you talked about the calculator and math and the purpose you're not, you don't use a calculator is so that you learn the processes and it helps you with critical thinking. It's not to make it so you don't make it easier and you cheat. hundred percent agree with you. I, like, and I think that, oh God, this is a much bigger conversation, isn't it? This is a problem with the kind of schooling system in general, right? Which Agreed. is that school is designed to teach people to become teachers, not to learn critical thinking. Yeah. Um, oh, I agree especially that, yeah. university. Like, university is designed to churn out university professors and yeah. not much else. And so, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My Xbox and me? Xbox and... Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Let's move on. My philosophy of me, my... <laughs> let's, let's move on slightly which we've got this last thing which is still AI generate uh, AI uh, base which is from original cookie man it says you recently asked for a review so I asked AI 
In the response to the question, please write a review for my Xbox and Me podcast. This, I assume, uh, as an AI language model, I do not personally uh, I do not have personal opinions or preferences. However, I can provide overall uh, overall general, overview, general overview. Sorry, of the my yeah, Xbox and Me podcast. This is fucking wild. <coughs> My Xbox, my Xbox and Me is a popular podcasted podcast dedicated to all things Xbox, hosted by veteran MC Fixer. <laughs> the show covers a range of topics related to Xbox, including news, reviews, opinions, and debates about the latest games, hardware, and industry developments. The podcast has a lively and engaged, uh, engaging format with MC Fixer frequently inviting guests to share their insight and opinions on various topics. The show also features a regular segment such as the list, quote, listener mail section where listeners can send in their questions, comments uh, to be read and discussed on the show. One of the strengths of my Xbox and me uh, podcast is its focus on Xbox community. Uh, the often... The show often features interviews and uh, prominent members of Xbox community, as well as discussed uh, as fan events, meetups. This community-focused uh, approach makes it feel inclusive and welcoming to all Xbox fans, whether you're a casual player or hardcore enthusiast. Overall, My Xbox and Me is a well-produced, entertaining, and informative podcast for anyone interested in Xbox gaming. The show offers a mix of news, analysts, and uh, analysts and community engagement that should appeal to both casual and hardcore xbox fans alike if that is actually written by ai that is fucking wild nah they got a couple things wrong let's make that very clear <laughs> yeah they said we were well produced i agree yeah. <laughs> <That's wrong. laughs> <was> way off <laughs> bro but is that not if that's i i believe original cookie man 100 percent no, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, like, there are certain things in here you can tell. Like, uh, listen what was mail. it? That, that, well, listener mail being a bit, yeah, vague. And then um, there was something else as well. Oh, like, uh, frequently inviting guests to share yes. their insights yeah. and opinions on various topics. Like, okay, yeah, kind of. And kind then enough. features regular segments, listener mail, reviews, analysis, da da da. And it, and it feels quite formulaic in that it could have pulled that from it could any, have pulled that from any gaming podcast yes. thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's still interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and the more you use these tools as well, the more you recognize that stuff. Where it's yes. like, oh, I've seen this before. Like, I know this is how this writes a thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, it is crazy that it can spit out sort of five well written paragraphs, name dropping you and stuff. Like, it's it's wild. I'm kind of a big deal. Hey. AI knows so who I podcast. am. I'm kind of a big deal. Didn't hear we should, we should put that. <laughs> Popular podcast by Chat GTP. Is this Bing or I think this is Bing, right? Uh, has Cookie Man got access to the Bing beta? Because if he has, I'm going to be mad at him. This must be because I, I put in access. I put in who's MC Fixer in Chat GTP and it didn't have a fucking clue. Mm. Try 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 that exact response and and you won't get the exact same written response, but you might get something similar. What, what do you want me to um, put? I'll put it in right now. What do you want me to put? Well, Cookie Man put his prompt in the, I'll in the put question. Oh, that exact prompt. In response, yeah. Please write me a review of my Xbox and me podcast. Um, the Bing one as well has been getting crazy. Like, we were talking about how the Bing one could get introduced into Xbox down the road and stuff. Um, but the Bing one seems sassy as fuck and is blocking people and is uh, spilling the beans about potentially watching developers 
create it through their own webcams. <gasps> and uh, creepy Christ. fucking shit. It said your name. Is that my name? It dropped it. ChatGTV dropped Yo. Oh, sheesh. Yeah, okay. You can see it was it I, was on this, but okay. So I changed my, my whole opinion about AI. I love AI. <laughs> AI coming. I'm with AI. My Xbox to me is a popular podcast that covers news, reviews, discussions related to Xbox gaming. The podcast is hosted by a team of experienced gamers, including founder MC Fixer and co-host Crash. Wow. That's impressive hey. that it's like founder MC Fixer. Like it knows the difference. Like it's been able to figure founder, that out somehow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's really cool. Huh. I wonder what it's pulling from from that. Maybe like Twitter somewhere or something. Something. Well, like that, right? I would love to be able to see where it's pulling it, from. It's Chad also doesn't uh, do that. possibly pulling because you've been doing Spotify write-ups as well. I yeah. could see like yeah. you get into the Spotify API. So, you could probably pull that stuff as well. Sure. I, I think um, it doesn't go uh, it doesn't go any more modern than September 2021. Got it. Um, okay. Oh. So so it wouldn't be pulling from it from me being on the podcast, I don't think. Well, maybe a little bit. Um, so yeah, you've been on so, this podcast yeah. way longer than you think. I hope you know. I know. I think I have way yeah. longer than you think. Trust me. I feel like I've been doing this podcast a week. It's been four years. I think we're coming up on two years. No, that can't be right. Yeah, probably. Maybe two e threes. It's been two e yeah, threes. Maybe. Crash, I think, do you know what? I'm not even going to do it. No, let's, let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of it. I just think, I just think about how, how long we've known each other. I'm just like, fucking hell. Yeah. You've seen me there, here, here, here. Seen you everywhere. Here, like, it's been nuts, bro. I've seen you everywhere except Vegas, and I won't anytime soon. <laughs> Matt, we got to plug this week, you fucker. <laughs> Subscribe to the YouTube channel and comment on two weeks ago video saying, "Hey, MC Fixer, where's the fucking video from last week?" I will upload that as soon as I get home and have dinner. As what? Well, as soon as I get dinner and I get home, I will upload last week's and then this week's uh, together. Um, apologies for that it's just honestly life's just crazy joe it is it's, it's life crazy. and then it's not even just that it's just not having the the mental capacity i do the so the audio is rendered in 10 seconds done i can put that up in a matter of seconds we've got our way of doing things from now right up boom, boom, boom. and then the video gets rendered but it gets rendered it takes about 10 minutes not long but it takes about 10 minutes and in those 10 minutes i've moved on to the next task for sure and then I go, oh yeah, I need to upload that, and then it takes an hour then to upload it to YouTube, and I forget, and then yeah, it's a, it's it's my fault. It's one hundred percent my fault, and I do apologize. I'm sorry. Um, Crash, what are you got to plug? Uh, Chat GPT. It knows my name. That's pretty cool, you know. Crash, if you have that in your bio, that's, bio. That's the, I, 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 I'm changing my Twitter bio. I'm deleting everything. And I'm putting that. Chat GPT send... knows. knows. Yeah. Send him the screenshot so you can put it in his uh, Twitter yeah. cover oh, photo. Exit yeah, after yeah, I'll reopen it and so I can send it to you. I can do it. It's not gonna say my name this time. Never again. No, no, no. It's have, it saves it saves your log, so you can you can go and see it anytime. Um, what have I got to plug? Um, just my YouTube channel, I guess. YouTube.com slash mcfixer. Um, trying to do more stuff on the second channel as well. YouTube.com slash more mcfixer. So it's challenging, definitely challenging, but um. If you can support that content, you know, the Dead Space Let's Plays and the other things that I've been doing, 
um, it makes me feel better about putting them out. So, yeah, go consider hitting the subscribe button to all those channels. And, uh, yeah, man, keep being amazing to one another. Until next time, we will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Goodbyes.